Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. My boy Christian Winfield is joining us on the fan. You got the many men beat as your intro. I mean, I guess I guess Connor just knows you're like that. <laughs> Chris Flash, <laughs> KW, covering your New York Knicks for the New York Daily News. What's up, bro? Man, I, man, I'm sure I didn't hit the gym. I went boxing this morning. I, I went to play mini, man. I'm like, I'm, I was listening to that at the gym earlier today, <laughs> man. But now, nah, man, life is, you know, I was on the next beat for four years, and now, I'm, you know, I got my feet settled on the Knicks side of things. And boy, do we have a good story on the other side of the bridge with a Knicks team that looked pretty dominant coming into January, and then they get hit by the injury bug, and now you're fighting for your you know, your playoff livelihood because a couple losses here sends you into play-in tournament territory. So, you know, things are, are, are tightening up in the East and the Knicks are trying to keep their stand and I'm on top of it. Uh, it's, a, it's a great time to be a, to, to, just to be in basketball. It's, it's, it's so much going on right now. So did you tell Sean Marks you wanted out of Brooklyn? You forced to trade over to the, <laughs> to the Knicks coverage as well when Katie oh, and Kyrie man. got out? No, no, no. You know, it, it just, you know, the timing of it was, was crazy. We had uh, Stefan Bondi, uh, who used to cover the Knicks for the Daily News, who ended up, you know, replacing Mark Berman at the Post. Uh, and then the Knicks job became available. And my editor said, hey, you know, if you want it, it's yours. And, uh, you know, uh, growing up before the, the Nets came to Brooklyn, uh, I, I was a huge Knicks fan. So the, the opportunity to cover the team that, you know, the little, little kid in me used to love and cheer for growing up, I couldn't turn it down. So, uh, it's been an amazing ride, and I'm just blessed and grateful for the opportunity to be what doing what I'm talking like about. Do. You've been a Knicks fan before, during, and after. 
I don't know what you're talking about, brother. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. No, nah, you did a great job covering the Nets for our little run that we had with the superstars and playoff It was a great run, man. I, I got a chance to cover KD's foot on the line. Right. If KD's foot is behind that line, right. I might still be covering the Nets right now because it's, it's looking like a dynasty at that point, you know? But, you I know, wish people things. would stop bringing that up. I was in I'm there. I'm sorry. I, I was, was there. there. I went low-key viral because – I went low-key viral because I have a video of me not celebrating everybody Everybody else is celebrating. I knew. <laughs> I'm just a jaded Nets fan. I'm like, nah. Oh, my goodness. I remember watching Giannis point, and I'm like, nah, that's a two. That's not a three. <laughs> just our luck. That's not the game-winning shot. I'll tell you this, and then we can get into to the Knicks stuff. You know, I've never felt – I've never been in any building uh, that felt that energy when yeah, KD hit that shot. The energy in the building was like – people couldn't believe it. It was like – Something had happened that like, I, I never felt that way. I jumped out of my seat. You know, I was I could not people believe it. People were losing their minds. Yeah, I, I was frozen was in time. Him. I was frozen it, in time. Yeah, what a time, man. We'll what never get that. We'll never get back to that point. With the <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Can Thomas can't take you out of? Nah, he's in a walking boot, bro. He's in a walking boot. And Ben, oh. ben Simmons, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back. Oh, I can't stand oh, the net. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you guys got to deal with they're, this. They're not healthy, but neither are the Knicks. And so the Knicks fans right. went from talking Easter Conference Finals, maybe winning the finals about a month and a half ago, to now all the Knicks fans are saying, we're cooked, we're done. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Go through oh, some adversity. Goodness. This is part of the season. <laughs> you rather go through it now than go through it in April. Yeah, and, and listen, so the Knicks have lost seven of their last nine games, right? And, and I think it's – it's important to add a little bit of nuance to how these losses came about. First loss, you lose to Dallas. You don't even have Jalen Brunson in that game. Luka gives you 39. You, you, you don't stand a chance. The next game, you, you, lose, you lose to Indiana. You don't have Isaiah Hartenstein. You started Todd Gibson, played him 20 minutes. I mean, Indiana's a team that likes to run and play fast, lose that one. Next game is where you should have won or at least should have gone to overtime in Houston, right? And that, that questionable ending was, was ridiculous. You know, the Knicks lost the protest on that. It is what it is. You lose to Houston. And then you don't have Isaiah Hartenstein. You don't have Dante DiVincenzo. You don't have Bojan Bogdanovic. You lose to Orlando by 18. All these players being out is on top of not having Julius Randle, not having OG Ananobi, not having Mitchell Robinson. You already don't have your entire starting front court, and now you're even more shorthanded. Then you come back from the All-Star break. You beat Philadelphia, right? And, and I, I think that was an impressive victory. But And then obviously after that, you got Boston. You, you're going to lose to a really good Celtics team. You almost lose to Detroit. Right, and that was a scary game for the Knicks. Then after that, the Pelicans are just a tough team to beat. Uh, and then after that, Golden State. So it, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. And in that Golden State game, you got Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich combined for a five of eighteen shooting. So you know, there's so many different things going on in terms of players who are out of the rotation. You're incorporating new players into the rotation. But I, I think there's just a sense of understanding uh, on this Knicks team that. OG is coming back, and it's looking like eventually Julius is too, and hopefully you can get Mitchell Robinson. He's not at the point where he's running or jumping yet, but when you are able to finally buy time and get your guys back, this team is deep. This team is talented, and this team is one that, you know, when they were healthy before getting Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks, they were looking like they were going to take that number two seed. So if they can just buy time until you get healthy – then it looks good. The issue is biding time is going to send you down the standings because these next few games coming up are brutal. And the Knicks already have it. I think that now they're 12 and 23 against teams that have winning records. And you got a bunch of teams like that coming up. So Knicks are in a tough spot. But at the end of the day, when you're talking bigger picture, 
once everybody comes back, this is a really, really good Knicks team. And I think if they can just try to stay out of that play-in tournament and then you get guys like OG and Julius back, I think you got a chance to, to, to make some noise. They had a run where they were looking like the best team in the league. They were looking like they could beat anybody. The Garden was alive. And you know what it is, bro? Like, there's so many of these Knicks fans. And let me start. There are Knicks fans that haven't missed a second of Knicks basketball over the years. They were, they were rooting for Lance Thomas a few years back. But then there's also <laughs> these Knicks fans that they take their Knicks hat off and then they helicopter in when they hear, oh, the Knicks are back, the Knicks are back, the Knicks are good, and they're not fully aware of, like, what has transpired and how we got here. Like, they're still checking for R.J. Barrett. It's like, bro, like, you guys got to realize when OG Ananobi got traded over here, that was the piece of the puzzle where it was like, click, yeah. it's on. And now yeah. you got to get that piece back. You got to get Randall back. And now you got to see how these guys gel with Boyan and with Burks. Here's something for you. I, I also said this. You guys are watching, and I know everybody loves Josh Hart. I know everybody loves the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo. But you're watching guys that are being asked to be starters that they weren't signed to be and never were that in their NBA careers. Yeah, you know, and that's just sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Josh Hart played 47 minutes and 10 seconds last night. That's insane. <laughs> And it's just it just happened to be you know you're shorthanded you want to have a chance to win Tibbs is gonna play you and Josh you know we asked about the Carmelo like, you know, Anthony or Draymond <laughs> Greens. <laughs> oh man, that was a great one. You, you know, Kaz is the man. I had Kaz yeah, on a couple Kaz weeks ago. Kaz is great. You know, it, it's just it, it's difficult, but at the same time, you know, this is look at what Dante's able to do now that he stepped up. You know, I asked him if there was any point in his career where he ever imagined what his numbers would be like. Uh, if he was able to have this type of usage. And he was like, nah, it's not really something that I, I concern myself with. I just want to help the team win. But I don't think anyone saw this type of offensive outburst coming if Dante DiVincenzo was to get the volume, right? Like Josh Hart is out here flirting with a triple-double every other night because he's playing 40-plus minutes. You know, Precious Achua, he's, you know, the, the Knicks are saying, Tom Thibodeau saying that he, he found some new things in Precious's game. Why? Because, you know, players have been in the rotation and it gives him an opportunity to showcase his game more, yeah. you know. Guys are being asked to step up. Deuce McBride. Of his career. Deuce McBride is stepping up. Deuce is a lockdown defender at the point of attack, and that's what's really earning him minutes uh, from Tom Thibodeau. And then you add on top of that the three-point shooting that we would have never seen if you don't trade Emmanuel quickly. Yep. Once you trade quick, you know, Deuce starts lighting it up from three, and it's like, oh, wow, you know, where did this come from? You know, it comes from, you know, extended opportunity. So these guys, they, they practice, they train, they prepare themselves for this opportunity. It's just a matter of, you know, I, I asked Josh Hart the other day, I was like, yo, what's the biggest thing that changes when OG comes back? And he's like, my minutes, man. He's like, yo, I need, I need to go back to coming off the bench and playing, playing a few minutes. But, you know, that's just, that's just you know, that's what's going on in, in New York right Look now. Look at the opportunity iHeart got this year with exactly. Mitchell Robinson going down and, and Jericho Sims even being banged up. He, he triggered some more money in his contract incentives. <laughs> Like, this is the best year of his life. Yeah. And but he's he, hurt, too. Exactly. He's dealing with a, with a, with a sore Achilles, and, and that's taking some time as well. You know, he, it's crazy because, you know, he's now viewed as a legitimate starting center now, right? Like, I think before there was the case where, okay, maybe he might be one of the best backup centers in the league. Now you plug him in. If, if Isaiah Hartenstein is able to give you 30 minutes a game, those are 30 quality minutes because of what he's able to provide. He's a better rim protector than I think guys give him credit for. I think we already knew the passing was there. The rebounding was there. He's able to finish around the rim. He's been able to hold down the fort for a while Mitchell Robinson has been gone. That's why this next team, even if Mitch is, is limited when he comes back, him and Isaiah were one of the best one-two punches at the center spot before he went down. So the Knicks have been in a good spot. 
it's just a matter of, you know, these teams are, are it's, it's a brutal stretch coming up in terms of who's on the schedule. And then you got a West Coast swing where you play Sacramento, then Golden State, then Denver. And Denver is going to want to beat the Knicks by 50 because of what happened yep. at the end of their own five-game road trip when they came here and the Knicks, Knicks stuck it to them. So, you know, no one's going to feel any, any sympathy. No one's going to feel sorry for the Knicks. The opponents are. They've got to come out and compete, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they probably lose three in a row out West. They better beat the Trailblazers. But there are some <laughs> yeah. favorable matchups like you, – like Knicks fans, show up to the Garden for the Hawks game, for the 76ers right. back-to-back, for the Nets, the Pistons, the Spurs. Oh, the Spurs is on the road. But there are some games that, like, they can win here to stay afloat. And that's all you have to do. Stay in the middle of the pack. Stay in that four spot. Like, hold serve until you get whole, and they'll be all right. Here's another question for you, because I, I don't go to the Garden, obviously. You you know, you see me in Barclays Center. I, I barely <laughs> go over there anymore. I'll be there Tuesday, but... Not for nothing. I've been to three games this season. It's just not hitting the same yeah. <laughs> over there at uh, oh, Flatbush and Atlantic. It's just not the same. Uh, you hate to see it, man. You yeah, really it's, do. It's, how do we get here so fast? Anyway, <laughs> there's there's always consistent talk about people taking over Barclays as if, like, oh, that can't happen in the Garden. But I'm pretty sure I saw videos of Celtics fans chanting, let's go Celtics. And then I even heard some rumblings about Steph Curry and the Warriors. That's what you're going to get. Now, you're in there. Tell me what it sounds like. Tell me, are, are the Knicks fans through this, like, you know, lower stretch where they're losing seven out of nine? Are they getting quieted? Are they getting uh, bullied in their own building? Are they, are they being overtaken by Celtics fans from Boston and uh, 15-year-old Steph Curry fans? I mean, there, there are moments, sure, where, where Steph Curry gets a rousing ovation when, when he gets introduced at Madison Square Garden. But that's what happens when you're the NBA's all-time leading three-point scorer, right? And you know, not for nothing when the when the Knicks went to Philadelphia, I, and I was there. Knicks fans travel, right? Oh, and yeah. that's the case with Celtics fans. That's why you're able to hear those just. And there's probably a ton of Celtics fans that live here in New York. Now, right. if you're asking me if the energy at Madison Square Garden has kind of died down over the stretch where they've been losing, I, I think it's absolutely not. You know, it, it, it gets to the point where the Knicks fans even cheer for their team at the end of the game, even though they lost, because they know that this team has been so short-handed. So everything that they can give, they're given, and Knicks fans appreciate that. Yep. Uh, and you you get that applause at the end of a of a ten point loss, eleven point loss to the Warriors, just because you know you weren't supposed to win that game anyway, and you guys kept it close. You know that you know Knicks fans are. It, it's interesting because coming from Barclays during that stretch where Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were there, you know. There, there were some electrifying moments, you know, where, where Kyrie would do something and the, and the crowd is on fire, you know, or where KD would hit a shot and the crowd, you know, it goes crazy. But just in terms of actual buildup over the course of the game, it's, it's night and day uh, at Madison Square Garden. It's like it's, it's a different kind of energy. You know, and it's it no doubt fuels the team because there's moments where you see Jalen make a make a gesture where he puts his, his hand on his on his nose and then he's looking at the crowd talking to somebody like they feed off of that. You know, so yeah. it, it's a great environment. I, it, I, I, that's why players love to come to Madison Square Garden and play because the fans there are turned up and covering it. I can speak to it directly. Yeah, it's gonna be great in the playoffs. The the, the Knicks will be oh, fine. Yeah. A couple of weeks back, man, the pathetic uh, Nets fans, my fellow Nets fans. <laughs> They're, they're putting they're putting up hearts with their hands for uh, Kevin Durant, and they don't know whether to clap or boo Kyrie Irving. I'm sure you probably oh, saw man. this, but for the, for the listeners, look at Bleacher Report or just look at Twitter. The Boston Celtics fans have it down as far as how to treat Kyrie Irving when he steps in their building. It doesn't matter if he's not even there. 
They were chanting Kyrie sucks tonight in Boston as the Celtics blew out the Mavericks, and Kyrie's just trying to act like he doesn't hear it. Like, that's forever with them. That's forever beef with the Celtics fans and yeah. Kyrie Irving. Meanwhile, Nets fans are like, hey, Kyrie, good shot. Miss you. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Boo. boo. You left. I'm so sorry. It's, Nets fans deserve better than this, honestly. I wish that the, Knicks, that the Nets were still in a space where – you know, they were competing for something meaningful. But this is what happens when you trade away your two franchise cornerstones for a retool around, you know, Ben Simmons, who's, you know, not always able to be on the floor, we'll say it that way, and Mikael Bridges, who, I mean, he was – when he came out and averaged 26.9 points per game uh, for the second half of the season uh, in, in Brooklyn last season and then goes into the playoffs and, and kind of gets schemed against as a number one option – and then you see Cam Johnson have to step up, but things kind of got a little dicey for Mikhail in that in that series. You know, now you start to think, okay, well, can this guy, can Mikhail be the number one option on a really good team, right? And I think that through this stretch, it's either if the answer is yes, still, then you have to get him a, a lot of help. But if the answer is no, which I think we're we're, we're gravitating to to right now, it's how how do you build around that, right? And you've got to find a way to improve your roster. Uh, you've got to address. I think right now it's it's the point guard spot. You need a lead guard who's going to be able to shoulder a lot of the responsibilities of this franchise in terms of scoring, in terms of setting guys up. Mikhail, I think, is a guy best served with someone who's going to set up his buckets. I think when you start asking him to do too much, it, it becomes difficult. So. Yeah, I, I still like the But they like don't know the what the hell they're doing over there, bro. They don't know which way is up, down, I, left, I think right. it's difficult. Yeah, it's it's not an easy it's not an easy fix right now because I still think that this team has the potential to have a, a versatile core. I love what Nick Claxton is able to give you on defense. I think Mikhail, in his proper role, is an elite defender and, and able to give you some some good quality offense. I think they're just missing pieces to the puzzle and whether yeah. or not those pieces are available. Wasn't, wasn't built correctly. And they, they clearly, even last year, they traded Kyrie to call his bluff, but they thought that Kevin Durant was going to see it through because he signed his extension. No. <laughs> he tapped Sean question marks on the shoulder like, yo, I want out too. Remember I requested the trade in the summer? Like before the before the like like NBA free agency I wanted out. Now deadline time. Hook it up. And they did. And yeah, that's my new nickname for the Nets GM, Sean Question Marks. Because there's too many question marks around this team. You know, I, I I you know you know I was reporting on that, on the whole Kyrie and KD whatnot Every day. situation. And there was no way, and I reported it then, uh, I'll say it again now, there was no way that KD was going to stay here if Kyrie wasn't going to be here. No, he you came know? here so when Kyrie came was, here to no play with There was no way Kyrie. that was ever going to happen. So it, it's, it, it was just a, a difficult situation. And, and I think Kyrie even came out and said there were some things he'd rather do over. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's just Not take the jab. Brutal time. Yeah, brutal time. <laughs> I mean, man, there's so many. It's the Nets should have let him play the fifty percent of games, and now the the owner Joe Sy is nowhere to be found. He's playing the background, but he was out in the forefront to to put his foot down on Kyrie's not going to be in and out of the lineup, oh, or man. oh Kyrie's posting links, we're going to suspend him, and he's got to do uh, five to ten checks and balances before he's reinstated. Where you at now, man? That's that's tough, uh, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a to, tough one. You don't have to I'm, say anything. I'm in my misery. I can't wait for the next season to be I'm, I'm going to let you vent, brother. I'm they're going to they're gonna be a playing team and, and maybe even play themselves into the playoffs and get swept again. That'll be four times out of the last five years. Yes. 
I, I think honestly they need to. I, and I, it's difficult to even say what they need to do because what they need they to do, do is it. also no. They, they can do it. It just depends on who becomes available, right? Like so many different, so many organizations are that one superstar player who asks out away from, okay, now we're back in the market of relevance. And the Nets have a roster where if you're able to add a world-beating type of player, okay, now we're, we're just building around the margins and trying to, trying to figure it out. It just really depends on who becomes available this offseason. A lot of teams, the Knicks are another one of them. The Knicks are a team that are saying, okay, well, we've got all these draft assets. You know, we've got some contracts. Let's see who becomes available. There's a lot of teams that are a piece away. And, and the Nets are there. I, I know they want to stay in that conversation because you got to, regardless of what you want to say about Sean Marks, he wants to compete. You know, he, he's a guy who, he, this losing stretch is not something that he wants. He, he wants a team that is going to get back to where KD and Kyrie were in terms of competing. And, you know, a couple moves, we've seen him make smart moves before. It's not out of, out of his bag to make some smart moves that will get his team back on track. It's just a matter of if those opportunities are going to be available and weighing that against the opportunity to kind of like start selling some pieces and rebuilding through the draft because that's always an option as well. Okay, Dub, you're the man, bro. You got so much knowledge. I appreciate watching your tweets and reading your articles. Thanks for joining us on The Fan tonight. I appreciate you for having me, man. Hey, we got to get that gym session in, brother. Don't think I'm Bro, you honestly hit the gym now more than me. I got the baby. <laughs> I barely sleep. Oh, yeah. I don't even have a gym membership. But for real, like, text me somewhere in the city that you go that you can get me a day pass, and I'll pull up, and we'll, we'll get it in. Let's do it, bro. I'm going to let you later. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.